Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome into the Pick'em Podcast. Brought to you by Mason Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. Luke Yardy here with you along with Vaughn Lozon and Scotty White. And week one is finally here. Full slate of college games over the weekend. Couldn't be more excited to have college football back. And we are going to be picking some games for you. Eight in total here today. Spreads via DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, we also have our Survivor Pool, new to the Pick'em Podcast here this year. Each and every week, we are going to pick a Big Ten team to win. We cannot pick that team twice, and if we lose, we are done in the Eliminator. Last one standing is going to be our winner. Taking a quick look at last week's totals, well, hey, the reigning champ uh, reigns supreme again in week zero. I went three and two, the lone winning uh, week. I'm still mad about the New Mexico State fiasco who outgained Nevada by one and a half yards per play, but had five turnovers to Nevada's nothing to lose the uh, spread by a point and a half, but we will uh, prevail here. Vaughn close behind at 2-3 and three on the week, and Scotty with a very impressive 0-5 a week ago. Boys, how we doing tonight? Hey, I'm, I'm good. You certainly are ready to defend your championship from last year, so starting off 3-2, and two, that's solid. I'll take my 2-3. and three. I'm not too upset about that, but Scotty, my man, uh, could not have started <laughs> any worse <laughs> Then 0 and 5. And and if it wasn't uh any worse for him, he actually put money on Nebraska. So rest in peace <laughs> to the bank account, too. Yeah. That we're we're not gonna talk anymore about last week. <laughs> that, was, 
that was rough. And I, I don't know what got into me in the off season to buy into the Nebraska hype, but that, that was a heartbreaker. It was the but, puking. You know, yeah. Yeah. Seriously, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we can only go up from here. So it's, it's gotta be better this week. That's right. It has to, it has to, well, it doesn't technically have to be better because we're picking more games here this week, but we understand from a win percentage perspective, uh, definitely going to go up here uh, this week. We're going to have some fun. We got some great games on the slate and we're actually going to, Kick it off on Friday, boys. Uh, we've got Michigan State playing host to in-state MAC opponent Western Michigan coming to down. Sparty, 23-point favorites at home Friday night. Vaughn, how you see this one playing out? Yeah, this is a pretty big spread here, but I'm actually going to roll with the Spartans to cover this week. It's it's at home. It's Friday night game. It's East Lansing Friday before Labor Day weekend bowl game against uh, an inferior opponent. They usually do pretty well in those games. And Western Michigan isn't projected to perform too great this year. They lost Sky Moore on offense. Their wide receiver lost a few others on offense as well. And uh, they're breaking in a new quarterback. They've got a redshirt freshman there. So it's it's going to be a, I, I won't say a hostile environment because I don't think the woodshed, as Mel Tucker likes to call it, is ever incredibly hostile. But it'll be hostile enough to where Michigan State's able to cover the 23, even though that is a high number. Scotty, who do you like, my friend? Um, so I'm going to go with Michigan State to cover as well. And I'm, I'm testing out a little bit of a new strategy this week because my, my cold streak of last week dates way back farther than just last week. So I'm actually going with everything. I went through, picked what I thought was going to happen, and I'm going with everything that I didn't <laughs> think was going to happen. I love it. I love <laughs> so it. I love I kind of thought maybe Western would cover, so that's why I'm going with MSU. <laughs> this is incredible, Scotty. That's, that is, that's <laughs> fantastic. Hey, got to try something different. That's now. right. Absolutely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Michigan State to cover as well. This uh, spread feels about five points too low. This feels like a four-touchdown uh, Michigan State win. Vaughn, you alluded to it a little bit. Uh, Western uh, just returning four offensive starters. They they do return their top two rushers in Sean Taylor and Ladarius Jefferson, but other than that, they lose Caleb Ellaby. Uh, they only return one of their uh, top five receivers from a year ago. Four of their top five have moved on offensively. It's going to be a struggle with the redshirt freshman at quarterback. I think Michigan State with the returning starters, especially in the secondary, uh, going to be a very good warm-up game for them. And at the end of the day, Michigan covered a spread similar to this against Western last year so incredibly easy in the opener, and that was a way better Western team than what's going to be out there this year. I like Michigan State to cover the 23 at home on Friday night. We've got more Big Ten action, though. I love it. Two weeks in a row, and we've got Big Ten games. Illinois, Visiting Bloomington in Indiana. Scotty, who do you like? Yeah, this one was a little bit tough to pick just because, you know, I'm, I can't quite put my finger on what Indiana is going to be this year um, after last year taking a major step back from their 2020 season. Um, but I, I originally was looking at it and thought, you know, Illinois is usually the far worse team. I like Indiana at home by at least a field goal. Um, so because of that, I'm going to take Illinois plus two and a half with my opposites. <laughs> Vaughn, who do you like? Hey, Scotty, man, we're two for two. And I meant to make these picks. Um, I'm taking Illinois plus the two and a half. And I actually like Illinois to uh, win this game outright. Indiana, everybody knows coming off a horrendous season where they did not win a single Big Ten Conference game. I think that's going to continue into this season. 
for a little bit. They'll get a conference win this year. Um, they had tons of injuries last season, and they're still dealing with some injuries uh, in this offseason going into fall camp and now going into uh, the regular season. Uh, and Chase Brown is just a stud running back for Illinois. He, he tore it up in week zero against Wyoming. I think this could be a close game, but I'm going to take Illinois anyways. I like the fighting Illini as well. I, I do like the plus two and a half, and I'm right with you, Vaughn. I think uh, Illinois wins this game outright. I actually, before the season started, uh, I've got Indiana at under four wins. I bet that uh, on the year. I think they are really going to struggle uh, here this year. I think Illinois is, is going to start, um, you know, Building up a little bit, Burt's going to have this team running the football well. Uh, they ran for 260 yards against Wyoming, 6.3 yards per attempt. As you mentioned, Chase Brown, 151 yards on 19 carries and a couple of touchdowns for the Fighting Illini, and I think they're going to lean on that run game. They're going to lean on their big boys up front, uh, and they're going to be able to not only cover but win this game outright uh, against Indiana. As we move on, we've got Rutgers visiting Boston College, a little fired-up action in the Upper Northeast. Vaughn, I'll start with you, as Boston College is a seven-point favorite. Yeah, this could be a sneaky game, a sneaky good game early on. I, I think this is a noon game on Saturday, so uh, going to be flipping back and forth between this one and the U of M game. I actually like Rutgers to cover this game this weekend. Uh, Boston College, they're, they've got a new offensive coordinator this season. Uh, with a new offensive philosophy that that could help them in the long run. But I think they'll have to kind of adjust early on and uh, taking on a Rutgers team that I think is improving and steadily getting a little bit better with Greg Schiano uh, at the helm. Uh, Boston College, they got a pretty good quarterback returning in uh, Phil Jerkovic. Uh, and, and for Boston College standards, he's probably the best QB they've had since Matt Ryan. Only issue is that they're – Lone returning offensive lineman, uh, their right guard, Christian Mahogany, is now gone for the season after a, a torn ACL in the offseason. So I think this could be a real struggle game for both these teams just to kind of get their footing to start the year. So I'm going to take Rutgers to cover that seven, but I could certainly see Boston College still winning. Vaughn, how do you see it playing out? Um, so I've got Boston or Rutgers covering as well. I, you know, this one was another one that's tough for me just because last year Rutgers got out to that four and O start. Um, they certainly have improved a lot under Greg Schiano. And I, and I think that that keeps happening. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I originally, when I looked at it, I was like, okay, Rutgers on the road. Rutgers was really bad to finish out the season last year. Um, I liked Boston college, um, and, and with opposite day here. That is what made me decide to go with Rutgers plus seven. Yeah, this was a tough one for me, boys, uh, to be quite honest with you. Um, you know, I think I'm actually going to flip at the last moment here. I was going to go with you guys and take Rutgers plus seven, but I think I'm going to flip over to Boston College. The offensive line, as you mentioned, kind of worries me uh, a little bit, Vaughn. However, uh, Phil Yurkovich, uh, poor guy, he, he got hurt you know, early on last year. He didn't get to play uh, a whole ton. It was actually Dennis Grossel who was their leading passer uh, on the year. Yurkovich 
attempted less than 100 passes, but when he was out there, he had a QBR of 150. Their top three running backs are back. Three of their top four receivers are back. They are returning their top four tacklers and eight defensive starters on the defensive side of the ball as Rutgers is going to be probably breaking in a new uh, quarterback in Gavin Wimsat. So uh, we'll see if Noah Vedrill gets the start there, but it sounds like maybe Wimsat, the redshirt freshman, is going to be going. And, and they lost uh, a little bit from last year and Isaiah Pacheco and Bo Melton on the offensive side. So Boston College at home, I like them. I, I think this is actually probably going to end up a seven-point game and a push, but I think Boston College has a chance to, to win this one by just over a score. Then the game that, well, everyone's eyes are going to be on across the country. We've got a top-five matchup immediately here in week one. Notre Dame visiting Ohio State. Scotty, how do you see it playing out? I am going to take Ohio State minus 17 here. Um, obviously, I've... Um, I've seen some other people with this take, but this game just reminds me so much of the Ohio State-Oregon game last year. You know, it's Ohio State's big uh, home out-of-conference game. And I, I don't remember what you guys picked in that, but I thought Ohio State minus 14.5 was a lock, and then Oregon went and won the game. Um, would not be mad if that happened again this year and Notre Dame came out and got that win. But I'm a little surprised Notre Dame is ranked that high. Um, and it is a really big spread for Ohio State to cover against the top five team, but I'm hoping that they can pull it off. Vaughn, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to take Ohio State too. Um, look, man, uh, they've probably got the best, at least on paper, offense in the country with Stroud, uh, Smith and Jigba and Henderson, uh, that kind of three-headed monster that they've got. Notre Dame's got a good defense, but they are breaking in a new quarterback themselves, Tyler Buckner, the redshirt freshman which I, I, I'm a recruiting guy and I, I never really cared for him coming out of high school. Um, the fact that he won the job is kind of telling, so he could very well be a, a legitimate player. Uh, but having your first start be on the road at night in Columbus, that is like the most impossible task period. So I think Ohio State rolls and easily covers this one. Ooh, second one in a row that I'm the only opposite of you two. I like Notre Dame to cover uh, the plus 17 here in Columbus. Uh, I do like Notre Dame's defense, but that's not really uh, the reasoning that, you know, because at the end of the day, who's really going to slow down Ohio State this year, right? Like, you know, maybe a, a, a Georgia and Alabama or something like that that's got crazy athletes on that side of the ball it's not gonna be Notre Dame but they're gonna be able to I think control this game from from an offensive standpoint at least run some clock get some first downs maybe put some points on the board because this Notre Dame team is returning four of five starting offensive linemen and that was a pretty good offensive line even with a bunch of true sophomores uh playing last year they are uh, they were inexperienced last year this year not going to be the case up front. I think they're going to be able to push that Ohio State defensive line around. I think Notre Dame is going to find success on the ground, utilize play action pass, and be able to, to garner some first downs against this Ohio State team and somewhat keep this close. Uh, you know, maybe if it's 15, I, I might go Ohio State, but with it being all the way up to 17, I like Notre Dame to go into Columbus and cover in this one, though I should still obviously very much think that Ohio State is going to come away. Uh, with the victory. little late line movement in our next game, and it's a little cross-country trip for the Utes of Utah. Three-point favorites. They visit the Swamp in Florida, Vaughn. Who do you like? Yeah, we were talking about this one before we started recording here because of that line move. It was two and a half. Now it's moved to three. I'm, I'm just going to stick with my original pick, and I'm going to take Utah to cover. 
and uh, to potentially win this one outright as well. Um, and this could be one of those really I mean, sneaky. They, games real quick the though, they would have to, right? Unless you have it wrong, they're three point favorites, not three well, point dogs, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, thank you for the correction there. Uh, I really do think that this has a chance to be one of those other sneaky good games this weekend, just because typically when you think of a Pac-12 team traveling cross country to an SEC team. It it usually would not go well. I think this one it could be one of the games of the week. I, I Utah's quarterback Cameron Rising uh, is back as uh, and he is one of the more efficient passers in the country last season. Florida, on the other hand, has Anthony Richardson, who is a, a preseason Heisman hopeful, and uh, he's going to be a, a, certainly a threat running the ball. But I think at the end of the day, I like the experience that Utah brings back. And uh, interesting stat that I found uh, when researching these games this week, boys, is that Florida has not lost a season opening game uh, at home since 1990. But uh, I think that's going to change Saturday night. So let's go with the Utes. Uh, Scotty, who do you like? Yeah, um, I'm with you, Vaughn. I've got Utah to win and cover. Um, and yeah, they've got the longest active streak in the FBS for, um, for home opening wins. Uh, that is that is a pretty crazy statistic. Um, and if you guys remember last week, I had Utah as my Pac-12 winner. Um, so I was originally looking at this game and thinking, you know, I could definitely see Florida pulling up the upset. And, and Vaughn, I totally agree with that. I think this is going to be one of the best games of the weekend. I can't wait to watch it. Um, but I got to roll with my Pac-12 winner um, and, and go with Utah to cover. I'm going to roll with the Utes as well. I mean, at the end of the day, this is an offense that – is going to be one of the best in the country. Uh, you know, I really believe that. A lot of people, obviously, they, they love Ohio State's offense, Alabama's offense, and rightfully so, but Utah's going to be right up there in a lot of metrics. Cam Rising, when this team got off to a slow start, lost two of their first three, uh, they went to Cam Rising from Charlie Brewer and won nine of their last ten, including two dominating wins against Oregon in three games, including the Pac-12 championship. You've got Cam Rising returning, Tavion Thomas, who went over 1,100 yards last year and 21 touchdowns, and then four of their top five receivers from a year ago all returning as well, along with six defensive starters. I like the Utes. They're going to be a force to be reckoned here uh, with this year. I think this is a team that can make the college football playoff. I like the Utes to go in and cover in the swamp. We move to Cincinnati, traveling to Arkansas Razorbacks. Six and a half point favorite, Scotty White. Yeah, this is this is another game that I'm really, really excited to watch. Um, you know, Cincinnati coming off their little Cinderella run to the college football playoff this year. Um, obviously they lost a lot of talent to the NFL, um, but I think they're still going to be a really good team. Um, but heading into SEC country, Arkansas is up on the rise. Um, I really like their coaching. I think they're going to have another good year. And, um, I, I, I originally, I will say I, I originally had Cincinnati to cover, so I'm going to go with Arkansas minus six and a half. So Scotty, who do you like my friend? Well, my name's Vaughn, uh, but oh, Vaughn, uh, sorry. I, yeah, my bad. <laughs> no problem. Uh, you gave me shit last time. I had to give you some. Uh, th this is unbelievable, man. Uh, Scotty and I have been in line with our picks this entire time, and it's opposite day in his world. So I, I just so I you guys are, you guys that's are a, pretty that's much a good the, sign uh, for you, Vaughn. Pretty that's much the exact idea. opposite in the thinking. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of crazy. Uh, I'm going to take Arkansas to cover the six and a half. Um, you know, this, this was definitely, I don't know how it was for you guys, but this was the toughest one for me to pick this week, just because of the uncertainty that both Cincinnati and Arkansas have coming into the season with 
that Scotty, you alluded to it with uh, Cincinnati sending so many guys to the draft. Arkansas is just always one of those coin flip teams for me, but they did bring in a lot of uh, really talented transfer players on the offensive side of the ball. The one that stood out to me was Jaden Hazelwood, a wide receiver from Oklahoma. Um, so I'm just going to pick Arkansas to cover since they're the home team and uh, just hope and pray that uh, that one kind of works out in my favor. So let's go Arkansas. Really interesting. Now, this could obviously backfire for me, but I thought this was one of the easiest games to pick, man. I love Arkansas minus six and a half here this week. Cincinnati is not a program that you're able to lose an NFL quarterback in Desmond Ritter. Uh, Jerome Ford, who went over for 1,300 yards and 19 touchdowns, uh, an NFL receiver and Alec Pierce, and just be the same that you were on offense. Like, they, they're not going to reload like Alabama. I know Arkansas has only four, you know, starters returning, but they have some tra- – you mentioned transfers. How about the defensive side of the ball? Jordan Dominic uh, from Georgia Tech, yeah. Drew Sanders from Alabama, Landon Jackson from LSU, and then you're returning K.J. Jefferson, your leading passer and rusher from a year ago. I know, obviously, they lost a lot on the receiving side, of things, but they still got a lot of very good runners. Uh, a couple of guys who were over five yards a carry and Raheem Sanders and Dominique Johnson. I think Arkansas blows Cincinnati out of the water. And again, that, that could come back to bite me, but I don't think this guy, I think Cincinnati is very overrated as the number 23 team. Like Luke Fickle might get them back there, but they just don't recruit at that level uh, to be able to reload the talent that they lost. So I like Arkansas minus six and a half. Monster game here, Oregon. Number 11, Oregon. They are taking on Georgia in Atlanta, and the Bulldogs, a 17-point favorite, Vaughn. Well, if I learned something from last year, it's you just take Georgia and roll with them no matter what. So I'm going to take Georgia to to cover uh, this game. They did me very well against the spread last season, and this is, you know, it's a, quote, neutral site game, but they're playing in Atlanta. Oregon's the team that has to travel across the entire country to get to this game. So this is essentially a home game for Georgia. And this is Dan Lanning's first game as head coach of Oregon. He was the defensive coordinator for Georgia last season. Uh, I think he's in for a rude awakening. He's going to have his hands full for this first game as the head coach of Oregon. So I'm going to take Georgia. And uh, honestly, this might be one of those games that really might be done by halftime. Scotty, how do you see it playing out? Vaughn, this is this is starting to get scary, man. I'm, I'm going <laughs> with Georgia as well. Um I originally had similar logic with uh, like the Ohio State Notre Dame game, which is such a big spread for two good ranked teams. But Oregon is is so inconsistent. I mean, last year coming into Columbus and getting a win, and then you know sort of falling off. Def- like the perfect track to get into the playoff, um, and just totally uh, missed an opportunity there. Um, but I was originally thinking seventeen points, Georgia. Wasn't a team. I mean, Stetson Bennett is a is a good quarterback, but not a team that you know goes in and and blows out a ton of uh, a ton of super super good teams. Um, but I'm gonna go with Georgia minus 17 because of the opposite day. This one is so incredibly tough for me uh, because obviously Georgia lost so much defensively. Not only, you know, the talent losing, what, like six first-round picks uh, and not even including N'Kobe Dean who went like the third round in the draft. But like you said, obviously losing Dan Lanning uh, to Oregon, who you're going to face here uh, in week one. But at the end of the day, man, Georgia is just so damn talented. Atlanta is going to be all Georgia, like you mentioned. So I, I begrudgingly... Need to take Georgia to cover here because Oregon is returning a lot. But I'll tell you, you know who I do not trust in a game of this magnitude? Bo Nix. 
who transferred to Oregon. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bet against Bo Nix here this week in a monster uh, top 25 matchup in week one and take the Bulldogs. And finally, we get to the big house, Colorado State, visiting Michigan at noon. Scotty, I'll let you start it. Yeah, I mean, me and Luke talked about this game a lot on Brewcast this week and how we're expecting Colorado State to be an improved team from last year with uh, some transfers and their new coaching staff. Um, and, you know, we were talking about how we wouldn't be surprised if Colorado State came in and, and put up a couple scores, gave Michigan a little challenge in the first half. Um, so because of that, I have to go with Michigan to cover the minus 30 and a half. Uh, we were talking about the opener last year. Michigan covered with ease. And Michigan was a good team against the spread this year. Um, so so I like that pick with Michigan covering. How about you, Vaughn? Yeah, Scotty. We... <laughs> did you have a single one different? We... It, we did not have a single wow. pick different because I am also picking Michigan to wow. cover the spread. Uh, yeah, man. Colorado State is a really interesting team with, with the new offense that they have, the new head coach. Uh, the new quarterback, it's going to be like an air raid system. And uh, they're, but the thing is their defense is uh, it, it's going to be kind of a rough unit to watch. I, I, I think Michigan could put up a, a, a ton of points this weekend uh, with who, whoever's behind uh, uh, the center uh, snapping the ball, whether it's Cade, JJ, uh, it, it really doesn't matter. I think they're going to put up a lot of touchdowns this weekend and uh, I just can't see Colorado State keeping up with what Michigan's got going offensively, which is uh, pretty much returning everybody on offense this season outside of a couple offensive linemen and uh, Dalen Baldwin. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Michigan to cover. This is an interesting one. So here's here's my dilemma. I think Colorado State's going to score about 21 in this game because they, they've got a bunch of guys coming over from Nevada with Jay Norvell. They know the system, quarterback, receivers. Um, I think they're gonna. I, I think they're gonna give Michigan a little bit of trouble offensively. Is Michigan gonna score fifty-two? I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm not gonna bet on it. So I like Colorado State to actually cover uh, the thirty and a half here this week at the Big House. So we have made our eight picks against the spread with the um, spreads via DraftKings Sportsbook. We've now got our eliminator our survivor pool pick for the week but before we do that i want to let you know support for brewcast brought to you by manscaped best in men's below the waist grooming their performance package 4.0 it's got everything you need at the end of the day they got the lawnmower which is unbelievable i mean it cuts like butter it's got the nick guard nothing to worry about there you get the weed whacker for the ear and nose you know you got to be able to hear and and smell a little bit they've got the crop preserver the crop reviver and the boxer briefs are out of this world good and then to bring it all you got a travel bag to hold all the goodies as well. You get all of that with just the performance package 4.0, and we're going to get you 20% off and free shipping as well. Just head to manscaped.com and use promo code MNB20. That's 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com. Use promo code MNB20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. So how this Eliminator works to survivor pool so we we each are going to pick one team one big 10 team to win here this week the catch is we cannot pick the same team twice so whoever we pick this week we will not be able to pick to win again for the entire rest of the season whoever's the last man standing is going to be our winner Vaughn this was your idea here for the show so I'm going to let you go ahead and pick first here in week one 
so kind, Luke. I'm going to go with the team that lost last week in the Big Ten, and that's Nebraska. They play at home against North Dakota this weekend. I think they'll rebound. This will be one of their probably few wins that uh, they get this season. Um, Scott Frost on the hot seat. If they come back home and they lose in front of their home crowd to North Dakota, all hell breaks loose. So uh, I just can't see that happening. So I'm going to roll with Nebraska uh, to defeat North Dakota at home. Scotty, how about you, my friend? You know, it's funny because I was thinking about doing Nebraska. Too, oh, my God. I, I legit thought you were going to. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be different than Vaughn for this one. I was between Nebraska and Maryland. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with Maryland. Uh, obviously, early on in this, you want to use one of the lesser teams. And I, and I didn't really like how it played out with, with who everyone's playing. Illinois playing Indiana. Rutgers playing Boston College. Um, so I think the best bet here is to go to Maryland. They're 24-point favorites at home against Buffalo. Maryland always plays well at the beginning of the season, uh, so I'd be shocked if they lose this one, so I'll go with the Terps. Yeah, I'm right with you, Scotty. Maryland, uh, week one Maryland might be the best team in the country, man. Each and every year. Remember, they, they beat Texas a couple years in a row. Uh, last year beat West Virginia in week one. September, Maryland is a monster. Monster favorites at home against a middling Buffalo in the MAC. I like them as well. you got to take Maryland early on before they eventually fall off, you know. So what better time to do it? than week one so that's gonna wrap it up for us here on the pick'em pod eight games eight picks against the spread our survivor pool pick as well i hope you're able to cash some tickets here in week one before we go vaughn where can we find you on social media follow me on twitter at vaughn underscore lozon how about you scotty you guys can give me a follow on Twitter at Scotty White underscore Scotty spelled S-C-O-T-T-Y. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Don't forget to follow the Maze and Brew page as well on Twitter because then you get the links for all the articles all the podcasts, you don't have to miss a thing. Uh, maybe even throw on some alerts uh, for the for the page as well. Subscribe, rate, leave a review for all of uh, our shows, wherever you get your podcasts. We love the feedback, and we love your support. So for my partners, Von Lozon and Scotty White, I'm Luke Yardy, and we'll see you next week on the Pick'em Pod.